0: It's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. You can't possibly believe that the law enforcement and security organization tasked with protecting the president of the United States cannot figure out how a bag of cocaine got into the White House. Let me tell you something. And with no insult intended on any level, local police departments solve old murders with a single fiber of hair. You're talking about the most surveilled building on planet earth, the White House. Why is it 695 Patriot 9572874? Andrew, when are you going to report all the good economic news? I don't know when there is some. Well, inflation's 3%. No, the rate of inflation has slowed to three percent. None of you were celebrating when it was 1.4 percent when Donald Trump was president. And you've got all these Democrat pundits like, well, this is great. The economy's doing great. Are you not looking at the core price index? Food and gasoline is still through the roof. When Biden's out there saying real wages are rising. (laughs) No, they're not. What What is he talking about? But something came to me when I was running this morning. Yesterday, was gym day. Today was running day. Tomorrow's gym day. Not that you need my, I'm in no position to give anybody exercise advice. But things come to me. I don't wear earbuds for two reasons. One, I don't think there's any benefit to shooting loud noise into your ear. When you go to a gun range, there's a reason why you try to block sound from being shot into your ear. And that people get a certain amount of a tolerance for it. And they start to turn up the volume. But that being said, I let my mind wander when I'm running. And it came to me. There is no chance that no matter what, no matter what is presented in an impeachment of Joe Biden, is he going to be convicted and removed by the Senate, which is going to make Kevin McCarthy not ever bring the articles of impeachment. And I'm going to tell you why. And I think you know this inherently, but I'm just going to lay it out for you. Do you want to know why it was so easy for the swamp of the uniparty and the establishment to undermine Donald Trump at every turn? I mean, really, the real rat bastards in Washington are not the Democrats. It's the Republicans who turn on anyone that doesn't have their approval. Sure, Trump had allies. Okay, don't get me wrong. He had allies. But what's the old saying? Republicans hold office. Democrats hold power there. The the Republican wing of the Democrat Party is populated by the Mitch McConnell's of the world. Okay, that's what they are. They're the Republican wing of the Democrat Party. Feel free to use that in your own conversation. Maybe we shouldn't call them the establishment anymore. They're the Republican wing of the Democrat Party. They are the big government Republicans, the big spending Republicans, the big uh, debt Republicans, deficit Republicans, uh, forget the 10th Amendment Republicans. They're the real rat bastards in Washington. Donald Trump had no friends, at least not enough powerful ones. Okay, he had a couple of senators here and some members of Congress there, but the apparatus He had no friends. Even some of the people he appointed to cabinet-level positions were not his friends. you got to remember, this was a man coming into a city where he did not know the street signs, did not know the attractions, and did not know the right people. That's the downside of voting for an outsider. And that would have been the fate of Ross Perot. It would have been the fate of Steve Forbes. It would have been the fate of Herman Cain. You have a town that is built entirely on favor trading and relationships. And if you don't have anything to trade or you haven't done any favors and you haven't made the right relationships, you're going to be pretty lonely in Washington, D.C. Now, is that right? No. Is it reality? Yes. It's disgusting. You're right. you You can be as disgusted by it as you want. But the United States Senate, the United States Senate is unfortunately the sharpest of double-edged swords. On one side, it is the body that is along with the electoral college. And there, you know, we used to have two electoral colleges in this country. What? Yes. We have the electoral college that picks the president. And then we have the appointment of senators. Essentially, you elect the electors, your state representatives, who then elect the senators. That was, that is an electoral system. When we had appointed senators, that was, in essence, an electoral system, whereas we have the popular vote that triggers the vote of the electors. The electors are the whole number of, of representatives in the Congress. It's the same goes for the the appointment of senators. You elect your state assemblyman or your lower chamber, then you elect your state senator, your upper chamber, and they, they elect a senator. That's an electoral system. Um... And I didn't even go to Harvard, and I know that. How many, of you ever, how many of you ever referenced it that way? Have you ever heard it that way? But anyway, the Senate is a completely different body than the House of Representatives. On the other side, I mean, on one side, it is the body that is holding back the tide of the city-based popular vote in legislation. Because if we apportioned the Senate, it would be, we would have two chambers that were apportioned. And the much of the Midwest wouldn't matter anymore. The, the rural states would have no representation at all. They would just exist within this unfettered democracy, which is what the left wants. On the other side of that, uh, see, in the House, you have much more criticism within the body, right? You, you might have the sparring between a Thomas Massey and an AOC, right? You know, uh, a, a rock-solid libertarian, and a wannabe pseudo-intellectual Marxist. You don't see senators criticizing one another the way you see members of the House because there's only a hundred of them, and their terms are much longer, right? A one-term senator still six years. Does anybody believe that if Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer, if Chuck Schumer were sat down by the CIA and the FBI, And they said, senators, we're about to show you evidence that the president of the United States has been compromised by the Chinese Communist Party. And what we're about to show you is a web of money going from the Chinese Communist Party through various international shell corporations and accounts to Hunter Biden and then ultimately to the president of the United States. Do you really think that they would still convict him? The purpose of impeachment and conviction is not, when we call it high crimes and misdemeanors, you can't indict a sitting president. I'm not changing my view of that because of Biden. The process is to simply remove the president so however he is compromised, or in the future she is compromised, can no longer do the damage by being compromised. So if you had a president that was taking bribes, right? If George Washington was taking a bribe from the French that would affect America's foreign policy with let's say England after the revolution or he was taking a bribe, let's say from the crown. All right, you guys won the revolution. Now we want to make inroads here President Washington, we're going to give you gifts of gold to affect your policy towards us. And if all of a sudden George Washington came out and said, you know, would it be so bad if we allowed a contingent of British soldiers to encamp on, on, our, on our soil? That would be bribery. That would be the president reinviting in the British military that we just expelled. The president would have to be removed at that point, Right? pretty basic. The process of impeachment is to stop whatever damage is being done by the president, vice president, or any civil officer of the federal government. So if if you were to prove without a shadow of a doubt, you know, five Supreme Court justices had taken money from, let's say, an, an oil company or a technology company, Or whatever it was that has a case before their court, and they ruled in that company's favor after taking money. You would say, the Supreme Court has been bribed. Now, I think it's funny that no one is even the least bit concerned that Sonia Sotomayor is refusing to recuse herself in the case of her own publisher, where she is financially vested. Nobody seems to be bothered by that, because I guess she's a wise Latina or something. But the purpose of impeachment has gone from undoing the damage to now being cheapened as a political weapon. So the Senate on one side, the Democrats would love the idea of apportioning the Senate because then the major cities would literally rule the legislative branch. We have that firewall, that bulwark, but on the other side, we have a body where their interpersonal relationships override, override everything else. They need one another. You really think at the end of the day, Senator Turkey Neck might criticize Biden. That's what he's doing for the cameras. Schumer, Biden, McConnell, Graham, Durbin, Cornyn. Back in the day, Corker, these guys were in the club. They were the club. They were the martini lunch club, whether Biden drinks or not. It doesn't really matter. At that, at this point, we should just say, you know what, we're going to legalize corruption. That it's not illegal anymore and it's just doing business. It's just the business of business of business of government. Because it doesn't really matter what James Comer comes up with. It doesn't matter what Chuck Grassley comes up with. And he's another one. You don't think he knows Biden and Biden knows him? These people are all intertwined. Their families intermingle. They live in the same neighborhoods. Their grandchildren go to the same schools. Lifelong senators only retain a residence in the state they represent. They don't live there. That's Republican and Democrat. They don't live there. They don't live there. They live in around Washington D.C. They are in the D.C. social circles. There is no chance, no matter what, even if Kevin McCarthy finds himself chicken winged into bringing out the articles of impeachment, even if Comer walks into McCarthy's office and goes, "This is what we got. We've got Bobolinsky. We've got Luft. We've got the laptop." We've got the WhatsApp message. We've got a, tra- a track record, banking records, receipts. We can see directly the Chinese have have compromised the president of the United States. If, even if McCarthy, who just doesn't want to air fingers, quote, when he when they say we don't want to put the country through this, what they mean is they don't want to put themselves through this. Even if in the open air of debate, in the essentially the indictment process of the president. The Senate's not going to convict. And that's what McCarthy's going to be thinking. And there's also concern about Vice President Word Salad actually being commander-in-chief. Can you imagine Kamala Harris with the red button? Frightening. But the Senate has, there's no chance, no matter what, that Joe Biden will be convicted and removed as president of the United States. I'm just, I'm just being, I'm just leveling with you. I'm just leveling with you. Weintick, 695-PATRIOT, nine five seven two eight seven four. just leveling with you. There's no chance, no matter what is presented, because the Senate, Biden is part of the club. Biden has the friends on both sides of the aisle. Trump, Trump knew no one and no one knew him. That's why at the DOJ and the FBI, they were free to commit that fraud on the FISA court. He had no friends. He wasn't on the ladder. He wasn't in the social circuit, didn't live in the neighborhoods, didn't send his kids to the elite schools there. That's why it was so easy to impeach Trump twice, to investigate Trump over and over. And to continue it now, the friends he has made are hated by Washington. What, like Carrie Lake? They hate her. The club hates her. You heard Mitch McConnell. Oh, I have to get quality candidates. What he meant by that was he wanted little Mitch McConnells. He wanted little Mitch McConnell's and he couldn't get little Mitch McConnell, so he said he questioned their quality. Had they won, it would have been more of a headache for McConnell than anyone. But McConnell, make no mistake, is Biden's friend. Make no mistake, Schumer is Biden's friend. And between the three of them, or well, between the two of them in the Senate and the President, this isn't going anywhere. Six, 695, Patriot, we are right, they are wrong, that's the end of the story. The arguments of this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Cal Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.